is this thing on? for listening to Radio Americana Detroit on tapdetroit.com and as usual I'm your host Robert Lewis I have a pretty special show for you today that I'm excited about I had a conversation with the Whiskey Chimers that's Carrie Shepard on vocals and acoustic guitar and Lawrence DeVersa on electric guitar But before we get into that, I have a couple shout-outs and a couple thank-yous I wanted to get out of the way. Long overdue. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Ron Carvinen for letting me do this podcast in his basement. I usually do it over there in the wintertime because it's too cold in my garage to do this. And Ron is very gracious let me use this facility so thanks so much Ron I love you brother and the other shout out goes goes out to Brian Coogan we did something a little different this time usually I just have one guest with an acoustic guitar you know I'm able to record the voice and the, and the guitar at the same time without much issues this time for the for the whiskey chimers I wanted it to sound really nice and Lawrence is playing electric guitar so if Brian Coogan came over with all his top notch recording equipment we did something really special with it so it's going to sound really good for you so without further ado let's get into it I give you the whiskey chimers Right, you're listening to Radio Americana Detroit. I'm sitting down with the Whiskey Charmers, Carrie Shepard and Lawrence DeVersa. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Thanks uh, for having yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for having us really on the show. I appreciate you being here. I just absolutely adore your music, and I was excited to hear you say yes when I asked you if you'd be here. So, so what have you guys been up to? You playing any gigs? What are you doing? Yeah, we played uh, last, well, not last week, and the weekend before that, that, we had two gigs in West Michigan. That was that was pretty fun. Yeah, that was a fun weekend, and we're recording right now. Actually, going back in the oh, morning. that's right, yeah. yeah. At Rooftop, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah. actually going back first thing in the morning to track some more. Mm. Excellent. Yeah, so we're recording, we're starting to book some more shows, starting to pick up a little bit. Yeah, looking forward to summer. Let's go back in history a little bit. So when did you start playing the guitar, Carrie? Uh, I started playing in public in like 2008. I started playing some of my songs. Oh, late bloomer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, I used to play. I just wrote songs at home, and I didn't really think I would go out and perform them mm-hmm. in public. And then I would play would play some of them for people at work. And somebody that I worked with, he booked me a gig across the street, <laughs> actually at Oak City Grill in Royal oh, Oak. Okay, and he yeah. kind of pushed me out to go play them, and I just got hooked, you know. <laughs> Were you really nervous? I'm sure I was. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure I was really nervous. And I was just surprised. Oops. I just got a night like I wasn't expecting to have such like a nice reaction from the crowd. I was surprised. I mean, granted, it was all people I knew, so right. it kind of had to be nice no matter right. what I did. But yeah, that, that was I struggled with. Too. Like, well, of course, you say you like my song. You're right. my friend. You're supposed right. You to. never quite believe anybody. Right. You know. Of course, you like this song, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even my mom. Right. Yeah right. <laughs> my mom, my so mom. then you so so then you moved on from there to what? Uh, so then I played um, I played in a, like a classic country uh-huh. band and uh, I used to play at Ferndale. I had this event. I think it was like once What'd a month. What you call yourselves? Oh, I was in a band uh, called Some Velvet Evening. Okay. And it was uh, it was my songs, but it was more like a classic country oh, okay. styled. Two acoustic guitars. Yeah, that's cool. Short-lived? Or? Uh, that was from about 2008 to 2011. Yeah. Was it like al- alternative country or something? It was... Well, you said more like classic. Yeah, it was more like classic country. We did some covers, you know, classic country covers. It's like, du- it was like duets and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cowboy hats and snappy shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little twang. I don't know. How, little... So then where'd you go from there then? So then in 2012, so that ended in 2011 and then 2012 um a drummer that i knew who sometimes played with us his name's brian Farabee. he um was like because he knew i had a bunch of new songs and he said if you want to start a band i know this guitar player so we each knew the same drummer so he got us together at the end of 2012 didn't he send you some videos of me oh yeah so he sent me some videos of him playing and that he was in the twist and tarantulas oh okay and i'm looking at the videos like i don't really see how that's a fit at all (laughs) but i don't really that's i don't really know anyone so okay so whatever (laughs) so um so then we practiced in my the time i had a basement yeah and it's hilarious we we have recordings from the first that first rehearsal, rehearsal. Was hilarious. Yeah. and I didn't really know how to sing because they were really rocked out first of all and she'd I just never played singing. with like a full like really loud electric band no. and she had no monitor or I, headphones at all so yeah, it was so just I didn't really... set up and go for it and go for the best yeah so it's hilarious because like we have recordings of it in my basement and I'm like so out of key and like ye- pretty much yelling it sounded great though <laughs> but it sounds kind of rocked out yeah <laughs> but um so yeah, so we we started with a full band when we started the band, and then the two other members sort of what, like left. Fell, left yeah. at one point. Yeah, we told the bass player he could go. <laughs> <laughs> the drummer, yeah, we played as a duo for I think it was seems like forever, but it was only a year. Yeah. And then we got Brian came back, okay. and then we've just you know depending on the gig we do bass players or sure, sometimes sure. we play a three piece with a bass with an upright. We've even done three pieces um, quite a bit with just the drummer mm-hmm. and us, and it just seems to work. So, so how about you, Lawrence? When did you start? Did you start as a kid? When I was like three, I guess. I, I don't remember Kiss much of it. On the- yeah, exactly. I got my dad bought me. He brought home. I think I was eight. 
nine. He brought me home. It was like a Japanese, like a 1970s Japanese Gibson EB bass because mm-hmm. I wanted to be Gene Simmons. <laughs> and then I don't know where, I don't know why I didn't play that for too uh, long. How did I nail that one? You really did. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently when I was three, I used to, I, I wanted to be Elvis and would make people call me Elvis. I had a jean jacket. I made my mother sew rhinestones all over. My brother, my older brother wouldn't be seen in public with me. That's hilarious. And then, yeah, I just sat in my room, played guitar. I never really played in bands till I was in my teens. Uh-huh. And I just played cover bands. I moved down to Florida to play with my brother and moved who, around who down there. Who inspired you to play guitar? Uh, my dad, my brother. My dad played in bands around Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing that ever That's really amounted cool. to much, but he lost a battle of the bands to Mitch Ryder, I guess, in the <laughs> early 60s. Still bitter about well. it to his dying day. <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, So uh, who did you listen to that also were inspiring to you? To, my other first, than Kiss? <laughs> my first record was Highway to Hell. Okay. I think I bought that with the birthday money I got on my sixth birthday. Uh-huh. I walked down to the local pharmacy and bought that. It was always my older brother. He was How like old a, were you? six. He was a. I remember I held the record like this. He was a like a riff rock kid. Listen to the riff and the wheels. That was all he listened to. Right. So it was, you know. So I never listened to kid music because it was between that and my dad. I was really big into country. Uh-huh. I can remember. I think it was right around that time because my two favorite songs when I was six was. Night Prowler from ACDC and He Stopped Loving Her Today from George Jones because yeah, they yeah. were both like brand new. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I really dug that song, Night yeah. Prowler, oh, too. That's great. Yeah, that's a good tune. Pardon my mouth. <laughs> it's all right. You're yeah. Allowed, you're okay. You never swear. can tell. Okay. But you're allowed yeah. to swear, but yeah. my, my general rule about, about the F word is yeah. you have to mean it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great rule. Yeah. Yeah. It can't just be other, every other word because. <laughs> Then you then you diminish the yeah. the feeling. Mm. Ain't that, that the truth? So it's got to be the fucking feeling. <laughs> so. Yeah, but yeah, it was that. It was just that stuff. And on the, um, like in high school, that like the guitar I have, I got that. My dad bought me that because, you know, Richie Blackmore is my favorite. Right on. And then like so yeah. many people. Um, I heard Stevie Ray Vaughan on the radio mm-hmm. and was like into him for years and years, and it just you know. Dig it, dig it. Yeah, I'd always liked Richie Blackmore. My favorite uh, live guitar solo is Made in Japan, Child in Time. Oh, my God. That, that song. That that guitar solo is insane, and you can tell he's really feeling it. He's just making it Richie was never afraid along. to, like, walk right up to the edge yeah. of the cliff yeah. and Did fall ever, off sometimes. Did you ever see that video of him just smashing The, the California Jam? And so I think that's what... No, it wasn't the California okay. Jam. Maybe it was. I don't know. He's just like. There's one. I think it was. I don't know if it was just that one. Being where he, really flippant. Yeah, just throwing things around. One, yeah. one. He think he smashed a camera. Like the people that are filming him, he yeah. went after one of the cameras once with his guitar. I can't remember <laughs> why. So, all right. So you you learned to play guitar when you were a kid. Yeah. And, uh, you didn't start a band till you're in. No. Uh, teen- How old were you? Oh, it's probably. 17, okay, something like that. I yeah. just, you know, my first band was 18. Yeah, yeah. I was like 17, and so, then I actually quit playing for a few years. What did you call yourselves? The, this oh. first band name, you know, I don't hilarious. remember. It was it was a cover band in 
like the West Palm Beach area in Florida where my brother lives. Oh, okay. It was somebody else's band, and I would just go down there and okay. play and sing with them, and I did that for a few years. And I'm usually so good at remembering stuff like that, too, <laughs> but I can't. And, uh, yeah, I remember, I don't know why I quit playing guitar, but then I just, you know, after a few years, I got tired of it and found another band. Right on. So what was the first band you... Uh you know, people started coming out to listen to you. It's like, hey, you gotta check these guys out. Um, trying to think, because I was in a short-lived band. I'm trying to think, I started up in a cover band, and then I went to, like, started playing in blues bands. Then I just started basically doing a lot of pickup work. Mm-hmm. So it was just like whoever I was playing for, oh, people right. were coming to see. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I found out that the Tarantulas were looking for a guitar player. Oh yeah. So I tried to get that. And that took me actually a couple of years because I got a hold of him and then he lost my phone number <laughs> and hired somebody else and then found me again somehow. I've seen the tarantulas a couple of times. Where, did you play at the Berkeley Front with them? Yeah, that was one of the first shows we saw, did. I probably was saw Was it the you. Berkeley Front? Yeah. We did the... Um, That's how I know you. <laughs> <laughs> it was the... Um, it was 2007. We did the Christmas party for the chop shop there in Berkeley. Okay. We did yeah. the Christmas party up there. Right so on. many stairs. I know. So many fucking stairs. <laughs> we did one show there. Yeah, we did. We did a John. Yeah. It's one of our first shows too. We did like okay. a Johnny Cash tribute. I forget about that. Mm-hmm. So then you guys met each other in yeah. 2012. Yeah, I played with Pete on and off from from 2007 to 2012, mm-hmm. and then as soon as um, I wasn't in that band anymore, it was only a matter of a few months, mm-hmm. and uh, my friend Brian. You know, messaged me about playing with her, mm-hmm. cool. and here and I yeah, am. Yeah, and Brian, he's played on all all the records. Mm-hmm. He he lives up north now. In yeah, Traverse he moved City. away from us. But. So, did you just let the music uh, present itself, or did you just going off of what Carrie says? I have this song, and see what you can do. Well, before how, we even met her, yeah. Well, like now, yeah, she sends me these songs. She basically mm-hmm. records, plays, and sings them into her. Uh, into her phone and sends me the recordings and it's just like you know don't mess this up <laughs> yeah and then when we like when we first started playing together we just play and some of the songs were completely new We'd, we would play them for the first time at gigs and then we just sort of work them yeah out. we still do that it's like yeah. i'll learn them at home and then we'll show up and kind of like work them out over right. you know yeah. of course the weeks or whatever we don't really rehearse that much unless we have something to do with the band and have to have them on board. And there was a couple. Now I just I don't have my recording set up. I just do them. I just record them in my phone. Oh, that's right. You but had that recording set up. Matt, I had a recording set up that I could use GarageBand. Oh, nice. So I could. I, there were a few like I played bass and I played like lead parts, and it was it's really hilarious because I can't really play either. <laughs> you know, so like uh, there's this one oh, solo. So I'm a slow. Yeah, there's this one solo on this song we found like at, after we'd been playing oh, the great. song for like I don't know how long we've been playing the, five six years. Yeah, we playing this song for five or six years, and <laughs> and then I, we dug up this old demo that I made where I played lead guitar on it, and I thought it was really goofy, and Lawrence just like, oh my god, that's cool, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, that's still how <laughs> I start the song. It's great. Yeah. She's nice. like, it took me, it took me two hours to play that. Pro- it's like, least. it's like eight notes. Yeah, it took me so long to play, like the simplest so, little melody. Sometimes it bees that way. <laughs> yeah, right. Got to have it perfect. So, 
what are you guys doing now? So you've got some new songs that, mm-hmm. that you're recording, mm-hmm. and you're recording them at Rooftop. At Rooftop, yeah. With David Roof. He's in... Always. Uh, Grand Blank. Grand Blank. Shout out to Rooftop and Grand Blank. Yeah, we, uh, Earl, Brian came down, the drummer came down, and so far we just have drum tracks. So he came down, and he just, like, we sent him these songs, and he just went completely crazy and rehearsed them. His girlfriend's was, would she send you a message? Uh, yeah. Basically, that's all he did for weeks, was listen to our recordings and play in the garage and all that. Nice. So we got so, down and did, yeah, we did one full day. It was like 26 <laughs> Something like that. We've song, got like the songs or something like that. He <laughs> wow. had drum tricks. So, we'll ten of those will go on the. We'll finish ten of those for the record. Sorry, ten of those. Yeah, yeah we got so, ten picked out. So that's good. We have more than enough. Yeah. Dig it. I've I've heard a lot of good things about rooftop. It's a cool yeah, place. Dave's great cool. to work I've with. I've seen videos of the place. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's super. I, I I contacted him one time about maybe doing some recording there, but mm-hmm. I just decided I couldn't afford it anyhow. So <laughs> that's the biggest obstacle. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Right, because like we right now, I think we've put out yeah. a record every like two years. Yeah, it, it was it three. Years? It was three years between our last two, but yeah, it's you. We tried it. It's been two years. I'd like to do. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Put one out just every because, year. Yeah, just because it's expensive to mm-hmm. well recording it, recording, and then just to like make CDs and mm-hmm. everything else. Yeah, Billy Brandt was here last week, and he was saying, you know, I was asking about recording, and he says, "Well, I'm not really interested in putting together a ten song compilation. Mm-hmm. Just he just doesn't want to do it. No, I, I just it. would rather, you know." Put two out here, put two out there. A lot of people are doing that. A lot yeah. of people yeah. are, you know. Nobody drop. really buys albums to listen to albums anymore. It's a shame, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, it's, I know what you mean. I mean, I miss those days of the albums. You know, you'd, mm-hmm. you'd listen to an album. You didn't just listen to a song. You're looking at the album cover. Yeah, you yeah. listen to the album so while you cool. look at the whole thing yeah. and take every, yeah, yeah take yeah. everything in. Right. And if you had a, if you had an album that opened up, you could clean your weed with it. <laughs> oh my God! I rolled so many joints on on, on Kiss Alive. It's not funny. It was deep purple for me. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I had um, Kiss Alive. That was one of my first albums that I bought myself with my a, own money. I had a machine head that. I think I had a machine head that opened up. I can't remember. Yeah, machine head. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yep. And the one I had, I wish I had all this still. I don't know where it went. It actually had an insert with the lyrics to Smoke on the Water. Oh, really? Because I remember I took those out and put them on my wall. and then. Was that on that album? Yep. Okay. Oh, that's the one I, that I used to have in my car, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the one you used to have in your car. Yeah. That was a true story, Smoke on yeah. the Water. Yeah, great. Yeah. And my sister... Bought me for Christmas, uh, I think it was the following album, was Who Do We Think We Are, yeah. with uh, Woman from Tokyo. Mm-hmm. That was a good album. Maybe I'm a Leo. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, I had all of those. <laughs> I, I loved it. And then, <clears throat> then they got David Coverdale, and I just didn't... I, I, I'm an 
Ian Gillen fan. Oh, he's great. I, I yeah. love Ian Gillen. I had Jesus Christ. Superstar. I was going to say the original Jesus Christ superstar. Yeah. It's too bad he never well, actually if, did that. I don't know if he was the original. Those but... songs were written for him. Oh, were they? Yeah. There's you. you there's um. If you look on YouTube, you can. There's videos of him like singing them. Oh, okay. It's well, insane. I, I had the album with him singing, singing the part. Yeah. But that guy that that did it in in the movie. Yeah. I can't remember his name right now, but he was he was great. He was great. I, I loved, it seemed like I with, loved that music. That's I remember with the movie, it seemed like Judas stole the show. Oh, that, on that. Yeah, that guy yeah. was great. Yeah, it's still one of my favorite uh, compilations of music. You know, why don't you guys play a song? Okay, well, we can why do don't that. We play a song, yeah. and then we'll maybe come back and uh, see what happens. All right, come on in, meet the boy. Sure. Oh, they're 100% all right. Every one of them. There's Tony Passer. Can drive a car better than any mug in the town. Otero. He's little, but he's a goods all right. Bat Carrillo. Killer Peppy. Kid Bean. And this one here, Scabby. What a smart guy he is. Boys. Come on, Tony, wake up. I want you to meet a new guy. What's going to be with us? This is, uh, uh... Caesar Enrico Vandello. Oh, little Caesar, huh? Yeah, sure.
Thank you. What do you call that song? Slumber. Slumber. You guys want to play another one? Sure. We'll sit down and talk some more. You want to do Devil's Rodeo? When yeah, you're well, see what you look like you want to do something else. We have to decide if we want to do roller coaster or not. Oh, I see. Uh, we can do roller coaster.
All right, we're well, back. And that was the Whiskey Charmers. What were those songs that you played? Slumber and Roller Coaster. Wow, those were really good. I absolutely love your guitar playing. I love the tone of your guitar and the, your phrasing. I'm Thank just, you. I mean, it's it's just really cool. You're, you're playing a company's Carrie's voice in her songs. Like, it's meant to be. Well, that's <laughs> what just... I should be doing, so that's good. <laughs> right. So you guys have some gigs coming up. I know of a gig you have coming up in April, right? Uh, what are we doing? In where? What? What I miss? Um, we got quite a... It seems like they they You're just keep piling the Cashew up. Cafe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. With, With Ernie Clark. Ernie Clark. And, and the Magnificent Bass. Yeah, yeah we, we don't really them know them. Ernie, say, Ernie says hello. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, cool. I was chatting with him the other night. He's going to be on the show. Oh, very cool. Uh, yeah. We don't have anything set up yet, but eventually he's going to be on. So he told yeah. me to tell you guys hello. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, it should be fun. It should be a yeah. fun night. So he's got some good tunes. I can't. Were we supposed to do a show with them like a year or two or so ago? I can't remember how we got in contact with them initially. I think so. I think it might have been like before COVID, and then so be fun. Yeah, we get, we get to do it now. Yeah, it's always fun. I thought that show so it seems so far off, but it'll be here before we know it. Yeah, April. Yeah, February is like always. Uh, <laughs> oh, we just got out of January, so, and the next thing you know, it's March, then April, <laughs> and then it's December again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going back to the Carolinas in June. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got some gigs down there to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're booking the trip as we speak. Yeah, we're playing. Well, we've got a Wednesday booked in Alwanda, South Carolina, which we played there before. It's pretty cool. They have this thing called uh, Barn Jam on Wednesday nights, mm-hmm. and they have maybe like what five five or six bands it's yeah. like outside oh really cool it's real like swampy and mm-hmm. i think southern. short of hurricanes it's like it's been going on for i don't know a long time like close to 15 years i think they said they've been doing it oh really like every wednesday yeah the guy who kind of puts it on he's like a, a local dentist in town <laughs> who just loves music right it's great. yeah it's pretty it's really neat <laughs> So is that the purpose of your guys' trip, or is it going to be a tour thing, or you're just going there for a reason, you figured it turned into a tour? Well, I think we got a show on Saturday at this place in um, Spartanburg, mm-hmm. South Carolina, that we've played a few times. That's um, really cool, too. It's a great place. It's like, I'm trying to think. It's Basically, it's an outdoor, it's an outdoor thing made out of shipping containers. You know, so it's all oh, right. outdoors and the stage. I think they close down for a short period whenever it gets cold. But mm. and basically it's in the, it's like part of the city block where a big storefront used to be. And the building was leveled. And they just took the, uh, they took the space that's like below oh, nice. road grade. Yeah, yeah. And they built a really like a two-story oh, cool. outdoor uh What's the weirdest place, place you guys ever played at? Oh, that's the weirdest. Yeah, that is a weird question. What's the weirdest gig you ever question. had? We've definitely had weird gigs. Um, I can think of a couple. I can think what of. What are you thinking of? I'm thinking the, uh, the, the Fenton Hotel. That was pretty weird. Oh, you know what was weird? What was, it was weird? Really, well, the one in Woodstock, Illinois. <laughs> 
on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah, that was my other one, Mackey's. Yeah. That was the place right outside of Chicago we got booked, not realizing that it was Super Bowl Sunday. Uh-huh. They didn't realize it was Super Bowl Sunday, <laughs> and we were supposed to play from 2 to 5. Yeah, it was yeah. like Mac, because all Mackey's hideout looked just kind of like a bait shop or something uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, and it was, we got there, there was like seven people inside. None of them were happy to see no, us. No, they did not want to hear us at <laughs> they all. They didn't want to hear us. And they, it was when we first started the band, too, so yeah. I'm not even really sure how good we were. But this, <laughs> They paid us to leave yeah, early. Yeah, they did. They paid us to leave early, and this one guy comes up to me. He's like, what do you like, uh, Johnny Mitchell or something? <laughs> and I'm not sure in a good way. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like an insult. <laughs> oh, how hilarious. <laughs> So what about this other other weird gig? Well, I mean, it was you know it was what it was. It's the the Fenton Hotel. It's kind of like a bar, but when we go in there, they put us inside like an island bar that they didn't use anymore. So we're just sitting there, surrounded by four sides of bar. And the PA system they said they had was like this really old like four channel crackly thing with no power. <laughs> And we start playing, and it seemed like it was pretty cool. I mean, there was people coming up to us, and they seemed to, you know, seemed to be getting a decent reaction. And then the, the owner and manager came up after the first set and was like, I don't know what this is, <laughs> but it isn't what I heard in the email. And we must have got our wires crossed. He's like, so, and he just, like, gave us our money and was like, so why don't we just call it quits? Like, All right. Yeah. Then we yeah. had a couple of gigs where at least we, when we get thrown out, they pay us. Yeah. We had a couple of gigs where we for not playing. Yeah. yeah, we had a couple of gigs where we didn't have the right equipment. Right? Oh, that was we another played, one in Whitmore Lake. One, well, yeah, and then we had the one at the winery where I forgot my microphone. Oh God, that was the we, best. we played this winery where I forgot my microphone. We're like, what are we gonna do? So I just tried to sing really loud, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> but it was so bad. And this in this this huge room, and I'm trying to, and my voice is quiet anyway. And this woman comes up to the stage, and there's nothing in front of me. I'm just singing. And she's like, can you turn her? Can you turn her folk her voice up? <laughs> she was contemplating. Like, Turn up! singing until there's no microphone. We were walking around between sets, and she saw like an old traffic cone, like sitting off on the side. And she was actually, I think you were seriously thinking about singing through it. I was like, how can this work? It. How can I? <laughs> yeah. How can I hold my Rig guitar? Yeah, duct tape it to the back of my head. I don't know. <laughs> duct tape it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the other one was where, (laughs) yeah, exactly, (laughs) like a bullhorn or something. We had one place that said we we have sound. Oh, I know what the weirdest gig is. You You go ahead. No, No, you go ahead. No, that's fine. You tell that one after this one. They said they had a PA, and we showed up, and it was basically the speakers attached to their jukebox. (laughs) So there's no way to to do anything to it. So we basically just had to. Plug her, I have my old little Ampeg, it has three inputs, and I plugged her acoustic into one, plugged my electric into the other, and the drummer played. And we just played <laughs> instrumental versions of our songs. So I would play like her vocal parts, and then I would do a lead. <laughs> yeah. And there's this Saw guy at the bar was like, I haven't heard music like that since I lived in California. <laughs> Are you from California? <laughs> and that was the most interesting part of that. Yeah. Oh, wait. This is the weird, this is the craziest okay. gig. And we played in um, New York, or Rochester, New York. Oh, God, yeah. How can I forget this? (laughs) I don't know. So we're playing, and uh, so we played maybe one set and was okay, right? It was okay, yeah. It was okay. 
Then we were supposed to play for four hours that night. So then we go to play the next set, and people are not clapping. They're like, they're standing. It's worse and worse. worse. They're like standing in front of the stage with their back, right in front of the stage with their backs to us. And he's getting really (laughs) mad. I don't know. We don't know what to do. I'm just trying to play. Like, I'm trying to like pick up the energy, going like, fuck, we should have. We should have brought a drummer. What you know? Yeah, you meant it. You know. And so, uh, so then after that set, the bartender comes up to us and he's like, "Yeah." I started to notice people, but go ahead. Oh yeah, he. I didn't notice. Yeah. So I don't pay. He. The bartender comes up to us and he's like, "Yeah, I just want to let you guys know." He's like, "This you- place is completely filled with everyone in here is deaf." <laughs> <laughs> There's a. Ca- <laughs> there was there was a convention center across the street and there was a con- some kind of convention for the deaf across the street and when they let out they all came to this bar which might have you know it might have a hundred person capacity at the most I don't even think that no, much no it was like 50 yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying it was a small bar and they came in and they wouldn't leave so nobody else could come in so we played like three hours because I'm noticing people are like, I noticed, oh, there's, there's some people literally signing. falling on deaf ears. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, you guys are troopers. He's like, so. I'll tell you what. He's like, no other band is ever going to have this same story. Oh, it's called Abilene. Abilene. Yeah, Bar. Abilene. Yeah. Oh, that's in, hilarious. Uh, Rochester, yeah. Hilarious. Great. Oh, place, yeah. But. yeah. Have you ever played White's Bar? <laughs> Uh, I, we did Bay once. City. One time, yeah. I've played there a few other times in older days with that friends. That little tiny stage mm-hmm. in the old crusty PA. Yeah. <laughs> we played there once, and it was really weird, because I remember going there for jam nights like 20 years ago yeah. with other friends I had yeah. up in the area. But we booked something there. I don't know what it was with that night. It'd be I mean, fun to try and go back. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about... We played there, played there once or twice. It was... They always treated us nice. I mean, but that's cool. Yeah, it's a long ways to get people to come out to see you, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So they, but it's a cool place. It's fun. It's a fun place to be at. Yeah. That's an area we ha- really haven't done much in. Is like Saginaw Bay City. Yeah, I love those tiny yeah. little bars like that, though. Like Trixie's. Trixie's is kind of like that. I don't know if you've right. been there. And, right. Yeah. And what about Bemos? You play there? We, that's where we like to play for the Hamtramck Music Festival. Or not Bemos. No, no, no. No, I'm that's Bumbos. Bumbos. I don't know. We have been to Bemos. Bemos is Bay City. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. We've seen yeah. I've yeah. seen is in Saginaw. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I see people yeah. playing there all the time, but it's just, that's a town we've, we've never been to Bay City. Um, played there with uh, Cash O'Reilly, opened up for him. Oh, you guys cool. ever play with Cash? Yeah. Yeah. Have He's we cool. played with them? Or We've never them? played with oh, them. My old band. We were supposed to play with them. them. Okay. Oh, that's right. We were supposed to play with him at the, at the whiskey festival, but right. I'm trying to get did. him on the show. He can. I keep saying, "When can you be on the show?" He goes, "Let me check my calendar," and then I don't hear from him until I say, "Did you check your calendar yet?" <laughs> Hold on, let me look. <laughs> Where is he based out of now? I'm not sure. I know he's everywhere. In... He just travels oh, around okay. now. Oh, I yeah. see. I know his he was, van. He's living in Columbiaville he, his for a van. while. Yeah, he's from Wherever his, his van. He's park. from his he's van. From his van. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> he's got it all set up. He's got a air conditioner in the roof, and he's got a stove and a refrigerator. Oh wow! Oh man! Yeah. He just 
Let's do that. That would be fun. He's a transient. That guy's really, uh, excuse my voice, I'm having problems. It's a, what do you call it? Uh, Sinus, not sinuses. Oh. What are you, allergies. Yeah. Allergies. Oh, yeah, we got that interesting yeah. on the road story. Anyways, he, uh, he, uh, he's really reinvented himself, you know, from being the rockabilly guy. Yeah, into I have noticed the, that. Uh, into the hellbilly guy. <laughs> so, but uh, I dig his music. He's always been cool with me, too, so. Yeah, so I see he's been doing that one-man band for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. He had a guy playing bass with him for a while. I think he's playing with a with a band again is now, he? though. Yeah. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. okay, that's yeah. cool. So, so you were going to say you had another weird. Oh, gig. it just made me remember. No, it wasn't a weird gig, but I was just thinking of that story when we played in um, at Little Bear in Colorado. Oh God, that was kind yeah. of crazy. That's not the gig itself was fine. The gig was fine. We played there once before, and it was great. There's um, it's in the mountains of Colorado, outside of Denver. And they have a band house that's like up, you know, you go into the neighborhood and it's like above the the bar kind of, not literally, but in the neighborhood up there. Mm -hmm. And then we go back this other time. Yeah. And it's supposed to be the band house is just part of it. It's like you have your contract that's in the contract and I go to the bar to get the key. That's what we usually do. Get the key to the band house when we get there. And I go up there and the guy was like, oh, well, that was the other guy that booked you. If I booked you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give you the band house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I was like, he's like, but it's in your contract, so I'm gonna honor it. I'm like, okay, well, do you have the key? And uh, he's like, no, nah, door's not open. Just break a break a window. <laughs> like, that's, okay, that's weird. But so then we get there. It and was it, open. We get there. It was open. We had we had a drummer with us. Well, why would somebody say something like that? I don't know. I, don't, I think he was just a dick. I just yeah. don't understand people. So that are weird. Like, oh. like we come, you know, it's like traveled, and we get there, and yeah. so yeah. Then we we had our drummer with us. I don't know if you know who Stu Tucker is. I do not. But uh, he's a, he's. A... But yeah, we played the gig. Got up there, and we get back. We had we get there, and we you know turn the heat up, and then we went down. We play the night. We come back, and it's freezing. So the heater's not working. And we cannot find the furnace anywhere. So what did you do? So I called the bar, and the waitress answers. And she's like, oh, you know, he's not here, the manager. I'm like, oh, well, he told us that, you know, if we needed anything at all, just to call, and you would help us. (laughs) And I told her the heat wasn't working. She's like, oh, let me send someone up. So she sends over, like, a drunk customer. He sends over a drunk customer to to help us out. He was he lived just a couple houses over, so he knew it was like this weird basement underneath the house. And we went and lit the pilot and uh Yeah, so those two went under the house and lit the pilot and he was like, Oh yeah, it's on. Woo-hoo. I was like they were like high fiving each other. And then he starts telling us, he's like, Oh yeah, every time, you know, the bands come out here, something crazy happens. The last time last band that was out here, you know, that got chased around my house by some Horny elk. <laughs> They're like, orc, the elk gets so horny in the spring. He was saying, yeah, during the mating season, it's wow. like the, the bull elks like go after people. <laughs> so he's all drunk, and then he leaves. We give him, we're so happy that he helped us. We give him all this stuff, like T-shirts. We're like pouring like T-shirts and CDs on them and all this stuff. And then he, 
he leaves, and then we realize the heat's really still not on. Pilot never quit. So, <laughs> and so he takes me down to this like scary furnace murder basement thing. It really wasn't that bad. <laughs> it really wasn't that bad. But was, we couldn't light it. We tried to light it. It just kept so going So we just out. froze the whole so night. We just we like yeah. slept in our clothes Yikes. and in our yeah. coats. And. So we just slept. And then, then the next day, we go to breakfast. It's a tiny little town, Evergreen, Colorado. And we go to breakfast, and um, we're like standing there waiting for our drummer because the drummer's in the bathroom. And the guy comes in, Kenny, who was at our... who The came drunk to, guy. The drunk guy. tried to light the pilot. He, he comes in, and we're like, oh, hey... And he like didn't recognize. Like he must have been so drunk. He didn't remember. <laughs> he had us. no idea who we were. <laughs> Just like walks by, like who the hell are you? What? <laughs> so what was the best gig you ever played? Frozen Dead Guys. Yeah, I think so. Again in Colorado. Frozen Dead Guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Frozen Dead Guy. Frozen days. Dead Guy Days Festival. Apparently there was a, there was somebody. There was a man there who died. He was from, I can't remember which country, over in Scandinavia, if it was Finland or something like that. But he wanted, to be, he wanted to be buried in his native country, and I guess they couldn't figure it out. I'm probably butchering the story, but the, the end result is the family f- stuck him out in the shed and like froze him and left him there. Okay. And it was this big story, I guess, when they found him, and the town decided to make a festival out of it. So they have like casket races <laughs> on the on the lake, okay, and uh, like music all over the place and street performers. But it was just the greatest yeah. show we've ever done. That, so, so that was that was what made it the best game. Well, ever. we play. It was just this really big. We didn't know how it was going to be because we were playing at noon, and yeah. we played. It was a really big tent. There must have been like two hundred people in the tent. We our slot was for two hours. And we didn't know how it would go over because we were following some kind of it was like we a followed scum. this. It was like a jam band, you know, like super. You know, it's what you what I think of when I think of like Colorado. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. and they were really, they were really good. They knew what they were doing. You yeah. know, so we walked and we're like, all intimidated. Yeah, we're like this crowd is into this band. They're not gonna like us. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we, I know it's but, so we had you us, and then we had the drummer Stu Tucker, who's he's he's like older than us. Like yeah, he's older. older than us. He plays. He's like, he plays great. He comes from more of the jazz side of things, so he plays softer. You see, know. See, I don't see how anybody could not like you guys. Oh, <laughs> That's so great. Much. I mean, regardless of what your taste in music is, I mean, because you guys sound real, and, and I just absolutely adore it. I'm so glad you sent me. MP3 files of what was it? Lost on the Range. Is that, yeah, Lost yeah. on the Range. That was great. And I just that automatically was great what you did with that. I just automatically thought of Bonnie and Clyde. And it's like, so cool. So um, yeah, I really appreciate that. So now I'm a fan, and I just I really dig what. So I don't understand how anybody could not like your music. Me neither. So, but I've, <laughs> <laughs> but I've no, always been that way. Whenever I liked somebody, like. What do you mean you don't like? <laughs> like I used to love the Doors. Yeah, and people tell me, "Oh, I hate the Doors. Ah, they suck." And I, I would like get mad. What do you mean? They're <laughs> <laughs> the best ever. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> uh, how about you guys play another song? Okay. Okay. Or two or three. We just keep playing all night long. <laughs> You'd be William Money out of Missouri. Your women and children. That's right. I've killed women and children. 
killed just about everything that walks or crawled at one time or another. And I'm here to kill you, little Bill. For what you did to Ned. The boys better move away. All right, gentlemen. He's got one barrel left. When he fires that, take out your pistols and shoot him down like a mangy scoundrel he is. Misfire. Kill us, bitch. This is the Devil's Rodeo. Parker, 
And this here's Mr. Claude Barrow. We rob banks. This is Crossfire. All right. I followed him across the land. He had a gun in his hand. He said, I'm not the kind of man to follow. Because I cheat and rob and kill and always lie, always will. I'll leave you in some dark and dusty
Well, that was awesome. Uh, no, God, thank you. I just love you guys' music in in that song, Crossfire. That uh, that's on what album is that on? Lost on the Range. Lost on the Range. That's the last song, and I mixed that right. That's the last song that's the last of the. Song? That is the. No, the last song on that is called Monsters. Monsters on that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, so. I think what I'm going to do with this podcast is I'm going to mix this interview with the thing that I did with your your music with the Bonnie and Clyde thing because I love that album and it's just it's kind of spooky the way it kind of it kind well, of, that's great it kind of goes right along with that movie yeah that was it? so the fun how the way you did that, that was yeah so, much fun so to like to. It was, unique it, was, it just it just happened so. I like stuff like that. So, tell me about your guitar. So, is that an, is that an old guitar? It's an eighty three. Eighty three. Okay. Yeah. Do you do it's an old Japanese strat? I don't play it very often. No, no. no it, uh, what do you usually play? Um, I have Te- a couple of Telecasters I usually yeah. play, and I just got a Gretsch this summer. Okay. That I play a lot. A real Gretsch. Yeah. Or a, yeah, well, nice. yeah. That's a real one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, Big uh, body Gretsch or the, no? It's um, the new, it's the a double new, cut. It's yeah. a, it's a jet like. Do you a jet? Yep. Uh, I have pictures the, of it. Trust with the me. glittery, with the sure uh, as hell, yeah. yeah. Silver. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Yeah. There was an eight-year-old girl who saw yeah, saw it at, at a oh, show nice. this summer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That her, her yeah, head was gu- gonna explode. My guitar player got the same one, except his is the arch top. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So, do you do all your own work on the guitar? You no. have someone else? No, I do some stuff like what I can, but I have change a couple your own guys, strings. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple of friends around town. Yeah, that work on stuff right. for me. yeah. Changes no, my strings. You know, yeah. If I need something really done, it's like I want somebody I can blame something on if it goes bad. Like, I can't do fret work or well, anything like that. If I it's know playing I, a little weird. I can. If you ever it, need, but. if you ever need somebody, I know a great guy here in Waterford, Scott Kennerson. Oh, okay. He used to work at, uh, well, he still does. Works at uh, Motor City Guitar. Oh God, I've been over there in so long. So yeah, I like but that place. I never get out this way very often for does, anything. He does a lot of nice work in his in his uh, basement. So. Oh, very cool. Oh. Yeah, I used to go to used to go to that building. It was a dollar show. When it was the Dollar Theater, where okay. Motor City is now. I used to go there all, all the time. Right. Yeah, I used to sneak liquor in there. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know about this way back then. So, um, what do you want to play? I, what do we plan on? But I just want to say, do we plan on? yeah, um, just want to say, I really appreciate you guys coming out here. Oh, thanks for you having guys, us. Seriously, you guys are a big deal to me. So oh, I really, so nice. really dig your music, and uh, it's just great that. That you find value in what I'm trying to do here. It's I'm rinky dink, but trying not to be so rinky dink. So we're getting better. And uh, before I forget, shout out goes out to Brian Coogan for run for engineering the music. This is the first time we've done it this way. Um, usually, I just have a couple mics, and you know, I've never had an electric guitar player down here, but usually oh, it's oh, just cool. a singer and couple, yes. couple yeah. acoustic guitars. Yeah, so. we've done that too. We've done that before, just like sit with guitars. Yeah, we used to do a lot of that like back in the old days when we do radio stuff. I would play her guitar 
and she would sing. I remember doing that a couple or times. Or we've sat and you put your you put your amp like in the qu- yeah. quiet out there. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Put my amp in hallways, things like that. But yeah, yeah, like like uh, Led Zeppelin with uh, when the levee breaks, the, those drums. Yeah, yeah. That oh, was, that's right. It was like a was stairway a, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was a like stairway that. echo. That's yeah. so great. And everybody, everybody, every drummer tries kills himself trying to get that trying to get that sound, hit. but yeah. you're never gonna do it because <laughs> it's an actual echo. So, what are you guys gonna play? What are we gonna Who's play? Gonna what are you gonna? Oh play? yeah, we are gonna start right yeah. now. Okay, cool. It's another new one. Oh yeah, yeah. Before you go away, yeah. What is the name of your new album coming out? Do you have it titled yet? Well, maybe we're not sure. It might be called the Devil's Rodeo. Devil's Rodeo. Yeah. Or I, I like the title, but yeah. any, anything can happen. Lost on the Range was supposed to be something else until or, the last minute, right? Or is that, the, is that the song you sent to me uh, on Messenger? Is like when you were just oh maybe you were just coming up with the song and you're talking about hey I really like this song. Maybe I'm, could I'm be. This song. Oh, wow. It could, could be. be. Yeah, it's a good chance. Yeah. Well, maybe we're going to do that Trixie's gig. Maybe. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Let's see what happens. Let's see. The Whiskey Charmers, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to play another song. And then they are out of here. All right. Now it smells like. No, it smells like a concert in here. Yeah, you guys smoking pot over there? No, no, no. not at all. We, we don't. <laughs> I would never do anything like that. Hey, give me some of those mushrooms. Okay, this is called Stop Running Your Mouth. to think of me no doubt you say I'm blind and only you can see well you know I disagree still you shall fill up your words in your mouth like a rifle didn't want my love just wanted a disciple didn't want my love Stop blaming me for everything that went south It's all on you Stop running your mouth You said shut up just smile for the camera You said shut up Just smile for the camera Just stand in the corner of your frame It's not your life It's just my little game What a shame Stop blaming me they went south It's all on you Stop running your mouth Stop running your mouth Stop 
this morning to your misery So nice of you to think of me Still you shall Still you shall I'll clam that soul a little bit Nothing will stop me! Not even... Giant clams! I've been lost on the range I lost my name To fire and flame Poison Runs through my face Like a loaded gun Run Threatening, but 
it sounds like there's a pistol behind it. <laughs> yeah, nice. Right? That's the nicest That's thing like, anybody's ever said yeah. about my voice. Like, I, I love it. I mean, I, I love the whole thing. Like I say, you guys are a big deal to me, so I'm so <laughs> glad you're here. I love her so, laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whiskey Chalmers, Miss Carrie Shepard, and Lawrence Diversa. Good people, wonderful folks. I totally enjoyed their company, their conversation. I was having so much fun. I forgot some of the questions I was going to ask them. Yeah, well, maybe next time. I highly recommend their music. You can catch them on Spotify or YouTube if you want to see a video of them. I love their music, as I said a million times during the conversation. I'm a fan. I'm a fan for sure. Stick around, we got some more music, and I have a new segment. It's called Those Are People Who Died. This music you're hearing now, this is me. It's called Backroom Boogie. A little recording I did in the back room of my house. I dug it up the other day and said, I think this is going to be my, uh, maybe my intro music. Or in this case, my outro music. Hope you enjoy it. Alright, stick around. You're listening to Radio Americana Detroit. UntappedDetroit.com the cult of odd well it's a little bit of and a little but most importantly it's about becoming one of us you can join the cult every friday night from 8 p.m to 11 eastern right here on tapdetroit.com or by heading to the cult of odd.com let us in let us fill you join the cult of odd today hi there you're listening to the plank man show on tapdetroit.com Oh, wait a minute. No, you're not. This is a promo for the show. So if you're listening to this, you're not listening to the show. You need to listen to the show Thursday night 
at 8 p.m. on tapdetroit.com with myself and Ted Eberly, where not only do we talk local music, we also play local and independent artists from all around the world, and we get into sports and all kinds of other stuff. So tune in Thursday night, 8 p.m., tapdetroit.com. It's intermission time, folks, so hurry, hurry, hurry. Step right over to our refreshment center for the most extravagant array of refreshment goodies ever assembled under one roof. Enjoy breathtaking, mouth-watering goodies, everything from a snack to a delicious full meal. At our refreshment center, you'll find a large variety of goodies to satisfy your hunger, your thirst, or your sweet tooth. So hurry, hurry, hurry. Visit our refreshment center now. years old, fell from the roof on East 2-9, Kathy was 11 when she pulled the plug, 26 reds and a bottle of wine, Bobby got leukemia, 14 years old, he looked like 65 when he died, he was a friend of mine, those are people who died, died, those are people who died, died, those are Alright, so this is a new segment I'm going to start doing every episode. It's called Those Are People Who Died. Dedicated to some of my friends and loved ones who have died over the years. You know, as you get older, you start losing more friends. But the sad part about this is other people I knew, they weren't that old. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to mention their name and then I'm going to play a song that either reminds me of them or is a song that they liked. The first song I'm going to play is going to be Whiskey Rock and Roller. It goes out to my friend Bobby Mulholland. I don't think Bobby even made it to 40. I'm not sure. I don't know what the world would look like with a 40 or 50 year old Bobby Mulholland. <laughs> he was a character. He was a character. He had some had some bad habits. And what a pretty son of a gun he was too, boy. And he got to setting his eyes on some girl. She was all his. He had the rap too. <laughs> I miss him. His goofy laugh and his funny humor. Anyway, the first song I'm going to do tonight is for Bobby. This is Whiskey Rock and Roller. That was a song that he liked. He liked a lot of songs. He liked Rolling Stones and he liked Leonard Skinner. But for some reason, Whiskey Rock and Roller sticks in my head that he really liked that song. So here it is, Whiskey Rock and Roller, 
by Leonard Skinner. Bobby Mahalan. stupid writer one time asked me, said, what are you, man? I said, what are you really, you know? So I decided to write a song, really. This is what I am. Let me do a little rock and roll for you. I forgot the song.
And there it is. Whiskey Rocker Roller. For my old goofy pal. Bobby Mulholland. I miss you, my brother. Stick around. We got some more music. Man of the woods, what's going on? God, I haven't seen you so long. My man, what has happened? Long time, no see. <laughs> That's right. What have you been up to? Same old shit, man. Yeah? Working for the city. Working man, huh? Been thinking about getting back in school, though, man. Back in JC or something like that? Yeah, man. I mean, that's where all the girls are, right? Stay up. <laughs> but on the other hand, man, I just as soon keep working, keep a little change in my pocket. Yeah? Wait. Rather than spend my time listening to some dipshit who doesn't know what the hell he's talking about anyway. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so you're a freshman, right? Yeah. Right, so tell me, man, how's this year's crop of freshman chicks looking? <laughs> what, you gonna end up in jail sometime really soon? I know that fact. No, man. Yeah. No, man, I tell you. Yeah. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older. They stay the same age. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. place called the Motor City, I demand respect. I don't want your pity. You can laugh, cry, shut up and stand tall. I tell you, brother, I've done it all. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Yes, jeans and t-shirts every day. Manuel and nudie don't match our pay. We don't wear conchos on our pants. Just steel toe boots in the assembly plants. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. <laughs> Got a bunch of burned out buildings and empty factories to exploit. Well, it may not be what you want to hear, but there's some crazy shit going on around here. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. Rock a back. Shot in a beer, fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Well, I like Johnny and Merle and a whole bunch of others, like the Motown sound from the old Funk Brothers. Jack Scott singing that rockabilly jive, Iggy and the Stooges and the MC5, fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Well, I never rode a bull, I never wrestled a steer I was raised on Chevys and Cold Strohs beer If I had a horse, I'd just get bored I got 500 made by Ford, fuck you I'm from Detroit Fuck you, fuck you I'm from Detroit I'm from Detroit <laughs> Got a bunch of burned out buildings and empty factories to explode what you want to hear, but there's some crazy shit going on around here. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. When you see me coming, you don't gotta run. I ain't got a knife. I ain't got a gun. We want you to join us here, so pull up a chair. We'll buy you a beer. Fuck you. We're from Detroit. Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. Got a bunch of burned out buildings and empty factories to exploit. Now this is what you gotta hear. There's
there's a revolution going on around here. Fuck you. Fuck you. We're from Detroit. We're from Detroit. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. We're from Detroit. That was from local Detroit musician Nick Pivot, <laughs> and I think you got the title of that song. I don't need to tell you what it is. And Nick Pivot's going to be on Radio Americana coming up next week. Nick's a good dude. I've met him once before. He's a prolific songwriter, so I'm looking forward to doing that show. Stick around. Got some more local music coming up. Guilty of murder in the first degree and sentence you to death in the electric chair. Is there anything you wish to say before I pass formal sentence upon you? Uh, all, uh, all that you said about the shooting being pre, premeditated is quite true, Your Honor. Yeah, I did it just like you heard. I, I was never quite sure when I'd be able to do it, but something inside of me kept hoping that someday, somehow, I'd be able to. Maybe that's why I played the ponies. Played them without really knowing why. You know, as soon as that bookie told me how much I'd won, I knew at once what I had to do. No, I wasn't crazy, Your Honor. I knew all along what I was doing. Yeah, but, but what I can understand now is why you're giving me the chair for that. See, you, you, you've got it all wrong, see? You, if you'd if you'd have burned me when I was living off of her, that would have been the right time to do it, see? At first, I thought I'd, I'd only take what I needed, what I had to have. It wasn't my fault I had to have it, and I couldn't get it myself. But I knew where it was coming from, and I took it just the same. That's when you should have given me the chair. I sunk as low as a guy could get. Yeah, but nobody did anything to me. And then... And I, I, I got that break with the ponies, like I was telling you. And when I got it, what did I do with it? Blow it in on a good time? No. I went out and I paid off my debt to him and to her. And I did it so I could hold my face up again. And, and for that, you want to kill me. Well, don't you see? You're killing me at the wrong time. See, if, you, if you'd have killed me when I was a rat, I'd have thanked you for it, but you didn't. And now that I've squared everything off, you want to kill me. Well, it ain't fair. It, it ain't fair to let a rat live and kill a man. No, it ain't reasonable. It don't make sense. I, I won't let you do it, I tell you. I, I won't. You, you, 
was sick like I was when Buddy fell. You're, you're going to bring that fever back on me again. No, 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 I don't want to get sick. I can't. I, I, I got a lot of things to explain to you yet. Ah, oh, you're bringing that fever back on me again. The blood's rushing to my head.
o'clock in the morning with a head full of dreams Beautiful dreams, wonderful dreams of you And I laid on my pillow, thinking of dreams Hoping that dreams, wishing that dreams come true Fires warm, but 
Detroit bands, beginning with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Tino G and his dumpster machine with I Don't Want to Go. After that, we heard yours truly, the Robert Lewis band with Come Around, which I recorded with Tino. And then after that, we have Billy Brandt with Snowbound Train. This is one of my favorite songs by Billy. Snowbound Train. It's a good one. Kind of reminds me of John Prine a little bit. All right, stick around. We're going to play some more music. Spirituality is something we're all becoming increasingly aware of and new ways of talking about spirituality is going to become increasingly vital as we recognise that our old paradigms and templates are shifting and falling apart. The reason spirituality will be vital is because all of us are going to have to learn to look inside ourselves and discover new resources. I'll give you one obvious example. We're going to have to find ways of reaching out to people that hold different opinions on seemingly vital subjects. We're going to have to get beyond our own political classifications and find new ways of mutually cooperating in order to create new systems. Because it's clear to me, and I know it's clear to you as well, can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later gotta cut you down, sooner or later gotta cut you down. Go tell that long-tongued liar, go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell them that God's gonna cut them down Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news My head's been wet with the midnight dew I've been down on bended knee Talking to the man from Galilee He spoke to me with a voice so sweet I thought I heard the shuffle of angels sweet He called my name and my heart stood still when he said, John, go do my will Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Tell him that God's gonna cut him down You can run on for a long time Run 
run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta put you down. Sooner or later, gotta put you down. Well, you may throw your rock, hide your hand, working in the dark against your fellow man. But as sure as God made black and white, what's done in the dark will be brought to the light. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut you down. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut you down. Tell 'em that God's gonna cut you down. Cast into hell by a jealous God. The devil walked up and said, "You don't need no lightning rod. It hardly ever rains down here. I can't recall the last storm. You ain't gonna need that leather jacket. It gets kind of warm. But there's one way in. There's no way out. It looks like you're here to stay. All the places are messing, so overcrowded. More coming in every day." I said, oh man, wait a minute, there's got to be something wrong. I ain't a bad guy, just write these little songs. I always pay my union dues, I don't stay in the passing lane. And he said, what about all that whiskey and cocaine? I said, well, yeah, but that's no reason to throw me in hell, as I didn't use the cocaine to get high, just like the way it smelled. He said, come on over here, son, let me show you around. Over there's where we put the preachers, I never liked those clowns. They're always blaming me for everything wrong under the sun. It ain't that harder to do what's right, it's just maybe not as much fun. Then they walk around thinking they're better than me and you. And then they get caught in a motel room doing what they said not to do. Now the murderers and the rapists, they go in this fiery lake As well as most of the politicians and the cops on the take And all the mothers who wait till they get to Kmart to spank the kids And instead of showing them what to do, what's right, they just hit them for what they did And all the daddies who run off and abandon their daughters and sons Oh, anybody who hurts a child is gonna burn until they're done Everybody's down here, I said, who's up in heaven with God and the sun? Oh, some saints and mystics and students of metaphysics 101. People who care and share and love and try to do what's right. Beautiful old souls who read little stories to the babies every night. What you won't find up in heaven are Christian coalition, right-wing conservatives, country program directors, and Nashville record executives. I said I made some mistakes, but I'm not as bad as those guys. How can God do this to me? Oh, can't you sympathize? He said you're wrong about God being cruel and mean. Oh, God 
hot is the most loving thing that's never been seen I said hot shot tell me this which religion is the truest he said they're all about the same Buddha was not a Christian but Jesus would have made a good Buddhist well I thought about my future I didn't seem to have much of one I looked around to leave, but there was no place to run. I said, I don't suppose I could go back and try living again. You know, like reincarnation, I hear that's the way it's always been. I can't answer that, he said, you're gonna have to wait for that response. But it's not any more unusual to be born twice than it is to be born once. Well, it looked like I was gonna be stuck here as far as I could tell. I thought I might as well suck up, you know, what the hell. I said, you know that song that Charlie Daniels did about how you went down to Georgia and played fiddle against that kid? He said, yeah, it broke my heart, but, you know, what are you going to do? I said, to tell you the truth, I thought your solo was the better of the two. Well, then I woke up and I was lying in my bed. I ran upstairs and kissed my little boy on his sleeping head. I took this dream as a sign from God, so I thought I'd better pray. I said, don't ever speak to me directly, and thanks anyway. Now so much has changed about me besides me just giving up red meat. Some get spiritual cause they see the light, and some cause they feel the heat. Crocodiles have four chambered hearts. 
crocodiles have four chambers hard. Now they tell me there's some guy down in Dallas named Ole. He's running some type of early Christian community down there, I'm told. Well, the Gnostic Gospel said, whatever you bring forth will save you. Everything you don't bring forth will shatter your soul. Christ said, my kingdom is not of this world, but hell. They went and built their earthly kingdoms anyway. Then they paid out millions of dollars to defend pedophile priests. Meanwhile, people are living in the gutter holding signs. Have you hugged your kid today? No one else can make us happy We've waged all the wars of drama and control We've sacrificed it all for wives, husbands, money, children, false religion That old line about gaining the world but losing your soul So it's always back to living with yourself or whoever it is living in your body Grandpa said don't put the horse before the cart <laughs> Me, I'm just an old alligator swimming through dark, uncharted waters. And uh, alligators have four chambered hearts. When a man and woman couple up, there's really four people always talking, talking. Hidden person, outer person, where the hell are you gonna start? Two people in love are just one big old crocodile swimming through the mud. Crocodiles have four chambered hearts. I said crocodiles have four chambered hearts. Crocodiles have four chambered hearts. Folks, that's all I got for today. Those last three songs, starting out with the last one, was Tom Russell with Four Chambered Heart. And before that was Conversation with the Devil by Ray Wiley Hubbard, one of my favorites. And of course, you all know who that first guy was. Johnny Cash, God's going to cut you down. So, I hope you all enjoyed the show. 
I had a lot of fun putting this one together. Special thanks to the Whiskey Charmers for coming out, having a conversation with me, and being a part of Radio Americana Detroit. Another thank you goes out to Brian Coogan for recording the Charmers for me. And of course, Ron Carvinen letting me use his basement as Radio Americana Detroit Studios, where the magic happens. And of course, all you wonderful folks that tune in and listen to Radio Americana Detroit on tapdetroit.com. I'm out of here. Peace.